For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello. Everybody and welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori De Simone. I'm your host, Tori De Simone. Happy holidays, people! Time to be alive. It is holiday week. Ow, ow. Um, I personally celebrate Christmas. So, to anyone else that also celebrates Christmas, Merry Christmas. Um. I love the holidays and I truly cannot believe that they're this week. It flew. It was, come on. It was just Halloween. Like I wish the holidays would slow down just because I love this time so much. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm like, I don't know why I still have like, I keep losing my voice all the time. So I'm very sorry that I do that in the microphone. It's probably not fun to listen to, but it also comes up incredibly unexpected and I have to do it and I could edit it out, but if I'm being honest, I actually don't edit these at all. What I say is literally what goes up. (laughs) So there's like no editing when it comes to these podcasts. So I deeply apologize about me clearing my throat. But anyway, I hope you guys are having an amazing Monday. Um, It's going to be a great week because we have Christmas Eve on Friday. We have Christmas on Saturday. And what are you guys doing? Um, 
on the 23rd, my parents always have this um, like Christmas Eve Eve party and they do a poker tournament for a charity and it's always like such a fun event. So I'm super excited for that. That's um, on Thursday. They actually didn't do it last year because of obviously COVID and the year before they were moving. So they did it in like um, like a third party location. So this year it's like the first like one back in what feels like three years. So that's always super fun. And then, yeah, I just love the holidays. They're just so fun. I don't know. I just, I adore them. So yeah, I just hope you guys are going to have a great week. And um, today's episode is pretty much all about preparing for a great week. Um, I'm actually pre-recording this episode on Sunday, December 12th. So like a week before you guys listen to this, I've already like recorded it. And because I'm recording on a Sunday, which I rarely do, I used to always record on Sundays, but now I um, record mostly on like Thursdays. So when I would record on Sundays, I would have like so much inspiration because I always get this sense of like reinvention on Sundays, especially it happens pretty much every single Sunday. Like I just want to like reinvent myself and go through like this journey of like rebirth and just like be a great version of myself, um, which always happens on Sundays, which is great for recording a podcast. So, oh my God, I'm doing it again. I'm so sorry. Um, so yeah, I used to record a lot on Sundays and then I didn't because of my network. They need the episodes like by Fridays. So whatever. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. So because I'm pre-recording this uh, and I'm recording on a Sunday, I was like, you know what? I'm going to share my Sunday reset tips and how I prep for the week. And I typically post like Sunday resets a couple times a month. I don't know, like once every other week. I don't know on my Instagram, which is at Tori Sterling underscore. And in that I'll post like pretty much everything that I'm talking about today in a matter of like four to five slides. So that's always super fun um, over on my Instagram if you guys want to follow that. But yeah, today's episode is all about Sunday reset, how I prep for the week and just my tips behind it. It's nothing crazy, but I truly believe that having a successful and productive Sunday sets you up for a for an amazing um, Monday and a great Monday makes for a great week. So yeah, I love Sundays. They used to really stress me out like with school. When I was like in school, I did not like Sundays because I did not like going to school. So like Mondays, I was always like, Ugh, I don't really want to go. And I totally get it. Like if you guys are in a career or you're in school and you don't particularly love your job or going to school, like Mondays are hard and Sundays kind of just feel like the lead up to it. But I have learned that if you have a great Sunday, it does make your Mondays and your week just that much more enjoyable. So now Sundays are sometimes, most of the time, actually my favorite day of the week, just because I love the pace of Sundays. I love getting ahead on Sundays and days like this where I can like be productive without feeling like stressed out or like I have an agenda is a great like headspace to be in. So I really do enjoy Sundays. But before we get into it, um, a couple life updates that I know some people hate listening to, but I love talking about. So the biggest life update 
is that I got a Breville. I should figure out how to say that. Breville, Breville, I don't know. I got the Breville Touch Maker Espresso machine. And I was thinking about it for a whole four days, which I know it's probably like, oh my God, Tori, you're so obnoxious and that's such a short amount of time. But I'm such an instant gratification kind of girl that I can't believe I wasn't bored of the idea after four days. So I ordered the Breville Espresso machine and it came in on Friday. And like I said, today is Sunday. So yesterday on Saturday and then today on Sunday, I made cappuccinos with it. And oh my God, I am a barista. It is so good. I posted on my Instagram story and I got so many DMs that were like, how was it? Was it worth it? Now I've only made two drinks on it. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, it's the best thing I ever spent my money on. But it does taste delicious. The cappuccinos were really good. It was very user-friendly to set up. Um, I can definitely see how there's big maintenance in a machine like this. You have to change the filters. You have to clean it a lot because, I mean, like coffee kind of gets everywhere and like the milk frother slash steamer thing like will automatically clean itself by steaming. So it does require maintenance which was actually something that I never took into account. Um, so that's like pretty much the only thing that I could see it being maybe a pain in like the future. But um, yeah, other than that, I mean, this is literally day three of having it and day two of making a drink with it. So from my two drinks, I've been very pleasantly surprised. Um, I still need to figure out like the ratios of like espresso to milk when it comes to like latte versus cappuccino versus flat white. like So I'm going to keep doing some research, but I'm actually finding out that I really enjoy learning about coffee and like how the drinks are made. So that's pretty freaking cool. The setup was rather simple. And now that it's set up, um, I don't have to like do anything more with that. Um... What else can I say about it? Yeah, I don't, like I said, I don't want to say too much yet because it's still so new to me. So I don't want to like be out here recommending like an investment machine, but I'm I'm happy with it and I'm glad that I purchased it so far and my drinks were absolutely delicious. I'm excited to like play around. Um, it has like an instant hot water dispenser, which is so cool. I have no idea how it does that, but I think it's like the coolest thing ever. So I'm excited to make like, frothy matcha lattes with that um, with like the hot water and then the milk frother also I think like a, a hot chocolate would be so good if I make it with my um, with the Breville so I'm excited to play around with it and make some like really cool drinks and now that I have like an espresso maker I can make like dirty chai lattes because my lobby in my apartment complex actually has like Starbucks like a Starbucks coffee machine in it. It's not like a counter, but it's like a machine. And one of the options is a chai latte. So I don't know if it's a latte, but it's chai tea. That's like, you know, the Starbucks chai tea. So I can like make dirty chai by just putting an espresso shot in it, which I think would be really cool. So yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm excited about it. And I know a lot of you guys, like when I posted it, so many of you guys were like, I love this machine. You should absolutely get it. And then the other half of you guys were like, if you get it, please let me know what you think. I've really been looking into it for a while, but 
it is an investment. So I totally get it. So I want to like use it a little bit more before I give you like the full review. But so far, pretty, pretty good. Absolutely loving it so far. Um, and it's a lot of fun to learn. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, starlight therapy, to EMF management, and circadian-friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want to sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges, and they have a 12-month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things that I love about Indeed is that I've been able to use it for all of my businesses across the uh, 
the last few years and it's been really amazing. What I love the most is that I'm able to put down like exactly what it is that I want on Indeed and the candidates that match that get sent right to me. And then the hard part actually becomes narrowing down which ones are the best for me because they all are exactly what I'm looking for. And then it really just comes down to like, which do I vibe with the best? And that's honestly pretty hard to choose from. But Indeed makes it really easy for me to find really good quality candidates that find exactly what I'm looking for instantly. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another update for me is that I got liquid gel on my nails. And I know you might be thinking like, what is liquid gel? Because I thought the same thing. Um, So let me give you a backstory. So I've been getting my nails done since I was literally like 12 or 13. So I've always had my nails done. The only time that my nails weren't done since I was like 12 was over quarantine because obviously all the nail salons were shut down. So that was like the only time that my nails ever had a break. And then since then, they've had a break like two or three times, but my nails underneath are super weak and super, super fragile. And I think it's because of acrylic. Um, Whenever I have dip on my nails, my natural nails are very strong and I haven't had gel in a while, like just a gel manicure because my natural nails were kind of weak underneath them. So like they would break and peel. So I've always kind of like straight away from gel without like an acrylic or a dip base underneath of it. But the other day I was at lunch with my friend, Brandy. You guys all know Brandy. I talk about her all the time. And she told me about her friend that goes to this nail salon and gets liquid gel. So I went to the nail salon. I was like, oh, I'm going to do liquid gel, blah, blah. So liquid gel, it's just like, it's that gel builder. It's like those big tubs of gel and it's a gel builder. And then you put like gel polish on top of it. So I got these yesterday and so far I absolutely love them. They are nice and sturdy like how a dip or acrylic feels, but I find I'm hoping that it's not going to be as damaging to my nail as acrylic is. Now the reason that like I like dip for my nails, but it's such a pain in the ass. I don't know why I like hesitated to curse such a pain in the ass when it comes to removing dip at the nail salon. It just adds on like an extra like 15 to 20 minutes onto my appointment of just removing the dip. So that's super annoying. And that's ultimately like why I keep going back to acrylic. But every time I use acrylic after like my second refill with acrylic, my nail beds hurt whenever they use like the drill. And I think it's just because using the drill so much just like it just eats away at your nails for, I don't know, it just like over time, but it only happens with acrylic. Like they get hot with acrylic. So it like hurts me. So it kind of like stressed me out to get my nails done, but I still go. So anyway, when I heard about liquid gel, I was like, all right, let me try it. 
And yeah, it's just that gel builder and then with gel polish on top of it. And it feels nice and sturdy. Like I can do everything I could with like acrylic and dip, but my nails don't feel weak or fragile. And they actually looked pretty good yesterday too, like naked, natural, bare nails. So yeah, I'll keep you guys updated, but I just want to share it because I don't know, like I see all these nail techs on TikTok and Instagram reels and they like will post their clients natural nails after like acrylic or dip and their nails look perfect. Like they look completely untouched. And I'm like, I know it can't just be me that my nails are really thin underneath my acrylic. So maybe I'm just going to like the wrong nail salons or something, but I don't know. I want I want like strong, healthy nails underneath of my my polish or whatever I choose to put on. And yeah, so far I really like it. Um, I just got a French manicure, so I think it looks super classy and very pretty. And I don't know, French is like a hot girl. You know what I mean? Like for a while I did not like French. I thought that it was just like almost tacky for a little bit, which is weird to say because now I'm like on a really big French kick. But yeah, for like a little bit, I honestly thought it was like kind of tacky. Um, but I'm back on the wave and I think it's like super hot girl and I love it. I would totally get French on my toes, but the only problem is I have to cut my toenails all the time because when I go for runs or wear sneakers or even spin, my toenails will like cut my toes and then I like, I bleed. I don't know, kind of TMI, I guess, but I'm like always cutting my toenails so that that doesn't happen. So I'll literally just cut like the white parts of the French off and then it'll look like I don't have any polish on my toes. Otherwise, I would totally always do a French on my on my toes. But anyway, okay, I'm totally sidetracking. But yeah. Um, so yeah, I got liquid gel on my nails. So I'll keep you guys updated. And the last life update, I feel like I haven't had a show in a while. Meaning like you guys know I love like Real Housewives and all that sort of stuff like trashy reality TV, of course. But my mom told me to watch Dope Sick on Hulu. So I just watched the first episode before I started recording this episode. And I really like it. It's about um, the oxycodon. I think I say that word wrong. Oxycodon. I don't know. Um, it's about like uh, drugs and like opioids and like oxycodon and stuff like that. And it's very um, interesting because, well, it seems like the story that it's setting up is that like this one doctor was prescribing oxy to people because pharma reps were telling him like it was a good thing to do. Not just him, but like doctors like across the country were like, it's a good thing to do. It's a non-addictive drug drug, and like a lot of people died. And it seems like it's going to be set up to investigate the opioid epidemic of oxy. Um, that's what it seems like from the first episode. So who knows like where the series is going to take the show, but it's very interesting so far and I'm learning a lot. Um, yeah, it's very interesting. So that's on Hulu. If you guys want to watch that and we could like kind of watch it together and like talk about it. Um, I thought it was cool. Oh, also I saw house of Gucci the other night and I absolutely loved it. It was such a good movie. It's probably going to be one of my top favorite movies ever at this point, which makes me think that I'm a huge Lady Gaga stan because um, A Star is Born is also one of my top three favorite movies. And now House of Gucci is honestly probably like top five, I'd say. Um, I don't know what the other three would be in my top five, but definitely Star is Born and House of Gucci. And they both have Lady Gaga in them. So I really just like her. Um, 
I mean, of course, everyone like likes her music, but I especially like her as an actress. I just think she's amazing. Um, apparently, she was getting like bad reviews for the movie. I didn't think so. I thought she was awesome. Um, but I also felt kind of stupid because I literally thought that they were Russian. And I, like, I know it sounds so stupid because like Gucci's obviously an Italian brand, but I thought Lady Gaga's accent was Russian. And then everyone else was Italian. And I was like, wait, this is not right. Like, they're definitely all just Italian. So I, you know, halfway through the movie, I was like, okay, this is all Italian. So anyway, that was like probably the dumbest moment I've ever had in my life. Honestly, I felt like such an idiot when I was like, wait, they're not Russian. This is Italian. But the movie was absolutely amazing. It's a two and a half hour movie. And I was genuinely scared going into it because I fall asleep at every single movie and I do not have the attention span of a two and a half hour movie. I just, I simply do not. When I tell you I stayed up for the entire movie and I was fascinated. I literally, I did not want to check my phone once. I did not want to get up. Like I was locked into this movie for the entire two and a half hours. It felt like a 30 minute movie. It was so good. Um, I think I really enjoyed it because they talk a lot about business and like scaling a big business, which I found very fascinating. And I also just found like the drama of the family incredibly fascinating. I also heard reviews that like the family themselves were disappointed and I guess how they were portrayed, which I mean, some of them aren't alive. I don't think any of them are alive. I don't know. Some probably are, but, um, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I guess because I wasn't in the movie as like being portrayed, I don't, I shouldn't really have a say in it, but I thought it was very tasteful. Like I knew nothing going into it. So I was a very like unbiased viewer, I guess, but I thought it was a fantastic movie. I really, really enjoyed it. I would totally recommend it to anyone. It's very cool. Um, it's about like the family, the Gucci family, which I didn't know they were family. Like when I say I literally knew nothing, like I knew nothing going into it. I also didn't know that Tom Ford was a designer for Gucci. That is really freaking cool. I did not know like the fashion world works like that. That was really cool to learn. It was just a very fascinating movie. I thought everyone was a great actor. It made me want to drink lots of espresso and it made me just want to go to Italy for a month and just like be Italian. You know, Di Simone is an Italian, like I'm Italian at my roots, baby. So um, yeah, anyway, I just want to go be an Italian again. Well, not again. I guess I am Italian, but I want to go live the Italian roots after watching that movie. It was very, very good. Also made me want to go buy a Gucci bag it was a very good movie and I would love to see like, okay, you know how like Marvel movies and like um, Endgame, the Avengers, they all have origin stories. Give me an origin story for everyone. I want to see Valentino. I want to see Fendi. I want to see Versace, which apparently we say wrong. Isn't it like Versace or something like that? Don't we also say Porsche wrong? Isn't it Porsche? I don't know. I want to see an origin story for every fashion designer like this would it would be really really cool like we deserve that you know why do why do just uh the superheroes get the origin story movies give us the origin stories of fashion very interesting very very cool and house of gucci reminds me of dope sick because the purdue pharma of dope sick is owned by a single family which is how gucci was so it, they just like, they kind of are similar in that way, but very cool regardless, would totally recommend it to anyone. And now that I've talked about myself 
for the past 20 minutes. Let's get on to my Sunday reset tips and how I prep for the week. Sundays, like I said in the beginning of the episode, have the potential to be such a great day of the week if you allow them to be a great day of the week. And I feel like obviously that goes, that mindset goes with anything that you do in your life. But I really, really love Sundays just because they have the opportunity to set a week up for success. And that is so beautiful. And having that potential is just amazing. So I really do enjoy Sundays and I think these tips and steps that I do, whether to like a full extent or on a minor scale each Sunday, really just create a good week for me. So on Sundays, I like to follow a loose routine that makes it feel like a relaxed pace of a productive day, meaning I do things that will set my week up for success but in a much more laid back tone. Like I don't wake up at 7 a.m. and think like, okay, I'm gonna do this, 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 and this, go. No, no, no. I I get everything done I want on a Sunday, but I just have it be like on my time. I'll wake up, enjoy my morning, do whatever I wanna do. And then when I feel like it, I'll get up and go run some errands, set up my week. Everything that I'm explaining, I do here in a very relaxed way pace. Okay. So this is not something that I go, 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 get it done immediately. It's very leisurely. It's a very Sunday drive pace of the day. And I think having that as the tone for a successful and productive Sunday reset is key. Okay. So here's what I like to do on Sundays, again, all in a very relaxed pace. First thing is sleep in. Um, Today, I literally slept in until about 1 p.m., which is crazy. I never sleep in that late, but I woke up at about 8 and just like stayed up for a little bit, watched a couple of YouTube videos, fell back asleep, woke up again at like 11, did the same thing, watched a couple of YouTube videos, fell back asleep until like 12.30, and then I just sort of hung out in my bed until about like one and then I got up. And that's very rare, but I had absolutely nothing to do today. And I stayed up late last night watching um, the fights, the UFC 269, which I learned fights. Um, So I stayed up until like two last night and I know I had nothing to do today. So I totally slept in. Normally on Sundays, I don't sleep in that late, but I'll typically sleep in until about like nine or so on Sundays. And I love sleeping in. I never feel guilty when I do it on Sundays. And it's just awesome. So I like to sleep in. And then I will do a workout that makes me feel really good. So when I was training for the half marathon, I would go for runs on Sundays. But now that I'm not training anymore, since that race is over, I will do something like light, like I will go for a walk or I'll do a Melissa Wood health workout, or I'll take a yoga class. Last Sunday, I went to solid core. So it's always just something very light, but something just to get me moving and grooving. Um, After a light workout, I would like to make a cup of coffee. Today, it was a cappuccino. 
and I'll drink it outside if it's nice weather. Like today, beautiful weather, not a cloud in the sky. It was definitely a little chilly, so I just bundled up and sat on my balcony and drank my cappuccino, and it was so lovely and so relaxed. And I didn't have my phone with me. I was just drinking my drink and enjoying the moment. So from waking up to doing a workout to making cappuccino and drinking it, that was about an hour. Like the first hour of my day is that's pretty much what I did. And it was just beautiful, a very leisurely pace. And I try and do this every Sunday. Like the first hour is just pretty much me time. Once I am drinking my coffee, I will start to kind of get, you know, some more energy and I'll start to think of what I want to do that day. Now, my to-do list for Sundays are typically similar because they will always have like my Sunday reset items in them of what I want to do. But some days they'll be a little bit more specific. Like today, I wanted to record this podcast and I also want to work on a um, proposal that I'm like working on. So those are like my two like work things that I wanted to do today, but not every Sunday do I have work things. Like sometimes I'll check my email. Sometimes I'll edit a video. Sometimes I'll like prep work for the week today. So I just can save time on it during the week, but I don't always have work things to do on Sunday and that's okay with me, but I'll start to make a very simple to-do list. And typically, like I said, they have my Sunday prep items or activities on it, such as And then this is what I like to do on Sundays. I like to prep my apartment for the week. What this means, and this is either all of the items, some of the items, or none of the items, again, just depending on the week. So prepping my apartment could mean cleaning. That could be like a deep cleaning. It could mean doing one item such as vacuuming or dusting or um, Windexing, just something to clean. Um, again, it's either my whole apartment, I'll do like a deep clean or I'll just do like a couple things that make me feel very productive. I'll definitely tidy up. Um, I definitely like to do all of my laundry on Sundays, not necessarily washing it. Like I don't need to wash laundry today, for example, but putting away all of my laundry so that on Monday I have like a full closet to choose from And I just like everything to be put away, towels washed, blanket washed. I'll like to spray things with Febreze, like my couch, I'll spray with like Febreze fabric. And I just like it to smell good and clean in my apartment. I feel like a big thing that everyone does is light candles. I will absolutely light all of my candles on a Sunday and I'll make sure that all of like my dishes are put away and that the dishwasher is washed and put away. So those are like some simple things that I do to prep my apartment. So to-do list, number one, prep my apartment. The second thing on my to-do list is to plan my week. And I do this on paper, on my planner, and digitally on a Google calendar. Side note, I am still working on creating a planner. Um, I'm not sure when it'll be ready, but it will be ready in due time. Um, so yeah, but the planner that I use right now is the self-care planner. Um, I'll link it in the show notes. I just get it on Amazon. So in my planner and on Google calendar and on the notes app, I use a combination of all three. Um, I will create first a, uh, meal plan for the week. So I'll think of what I want to eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then from that meal plan, I will create a grocery list of everything that I need. 
And in conjunction with creating a grocery list, I will clean out my fridge and pantry because like, let's say I need oat milk and I have oat milk in the fridge. But then when I go in to like actually like clean out my fridge, I'll realize that I have like maybe one serving of oat milk. So then I'll buy more. So yeah, I do a meal list um, for the week, like a meal plan. It's a loose meal plan. I have never followed it perfectly to a T, but it helps with grocery shopping to know like what I'm planning on, like roughly eating that week. So meal plan, creating a grocery list, and then um, cleaning out my fridge and pantry for groceries to eventually be coming in. Then I will continue to plan by writing down all of my appointments that I have that week and like a weekly agenda. So if I have like meetings, calls, whenever I'm teaching, um, meeting up with friends, doing lunches, dinners, whatever it might be, I'll write that all out into a weekly agenda so I can see it laid out in front of me. And then I will plan a morning routine for the week. Um, I have an entire episode about how to create like the perfect morning routine for you. And I'm going to do a revised one as well in 2022. Um, so yeah, I'll just go through and plan my morning routine with what time I should wake up each day to be sure that I can get like everything done that I want to based on my appointments and weekly agenda that I just created. And then once I have my morning routine set up and my appointments and weekly agenda set up, then I will go in and plan my workouts accordingly to my week and my morning routines. Um, so if I know that like I have a 8 a.m. meeting, which I normally don't, but for sake of conversation, let's say I do. If I have an 8 a.m. meeting, then I know that I want to plan my workout probably at a different time in the day rather than the morning so that I can still get a little bit of extra sleep and feel my best. Um, so I'll plan my workouts accordingly to my week and to my morning routine. I love planning my workouts for the entire week. It just feels really, really good. And I'm much more likely to stick to them when I plan them in advance. So then that was like number two. So number one is prepping my apartment. Number two is planning my week. And then like I do all those things to plan. The third thing on my to-do list is I will get my content ready to go. What this essentially mean means uh, is books. So if I want to listen to an audiobook, this is when I'll purchase it and download it. Or if I'm reading a book, this is when I'll just make sure that my books are uh, ready to be read. If I need to go buy a book, which is so fun to do on Sundays, like going to get a coffee and then going to a bookstore is like, oh my God, the best Sunday ever. So if I need to go buy books, I'll do that on Sundays. Um, or if I have books at home that I want to read, I'll just set them like on my countertop with like a fresh bookmark. Oh, nothing better. And yeah, I'll just like prep my content that I'm going to be reading the upcoming week. Then after that, I will go grocery shopping or Instacart my groceries. I do like to have my groceries here on Sundays. I don't always do it on Sundays. Like sometimes if I just didn't plan accordingly and like did not get it done on a Sunday, I'll typically do it on like a Monday or Tuesday. But having groceries on Sunday is key. So I always try my best to do it on Sundays. Even though the grocery store is like crazy on Sundays, it's worth it. Um, so yeah, I will go grocery shopping or Instacart from the um, meal plan and grocery list that we created up in the second item. Then after that, I will typically have some time to myself. So this is when I will pamper myself. So I will take a shower. I will wash my hair. I'll dry my hair. I'll do self-tan. Like this is when I put in 
the work. This is the beautification time. This is the process of getting beautiful for the week. A fresh tan for a Monday. Oh, nothing better. So yeah, I will have fresh hair, fresh tan. I'll be nice and lotioned. It's the best. So I will give myself that time on Sundays to really pamper myself. And then the last thing I like to do on Sundays is relax. Um, Typically, I am done all of this stuff around like 5 p.m. So one of my favorite things to do on Sundays is go to my parents and have like Sunday dinner with my parents. So I love doing that. Another thing that I like doing if I don't go over to my parents is I'll just sit at home, make a cup of tea and watch a movie. That is like so amazing to do on a Sunday night. I love relaxing on Sunday nights, especially just because it gets me very inspired for the week. And I find that I just do great thinking when I relax. So I like to allow myself to have a nice slow pace on Sunday nights. I love to be home on Sunday nights no later than 9 p.m. If I'm out past nine on Sundays, I tend to get very anxious and overwhelmed. And I'm like, I have to get home. So I do like to be home by nine and make a cup of tea, get my week ready. And it's like the best. So part of my to-do list on Sundays is to always relax. Um, let's see what else That's pretty much it that I normally do on Sundays for like a reset. So again, sleep in, do a workout, have a cup of coffee and drink it outside, make a simple to-do list of Sunday reset activities, such as prepping my apartment, planning my week, um, planning my weekly agenda, meal plan, creating a grocery list, cleaning out fridge and pantry, going grocery shopping, creating a morning routine, planning my workouts, getting my books ready, showering, and then relaxing. That's like typically what I do on a Sunday reset, which I try and do every single Sunday. Less stress on a Sunday is key to a successful Sunday. And a successful Sunday preps you for a successful Monday. And a successful Monday is a successful Tuesday. And a successful Tuesday is a successful Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. And you get what I'm saying. Sunday is your lead domino into a productive and successful week. It's so important. Mastering your Sunday preps you for a great week ahead. Also, if I have plans on a Sunday, which happens, I will do mini versions of this on Sundays. And you need to allow yourself to be flexible and be human and have plans and like have a life on Sundays. But I will always make sure that I feel rested that I am prepped for the week with cleaning, meal plan, having groceries, and my agenda is set for the week. Those are like my top staples. And once I get those accomplished, I feel really, really good for the week. The extra stuff is like doing like a whole pampering routine and relaxing. Those are like add-ons if I have the time to do it. Um, And typically like the actual reset itself, especially if you order groceries, probably will only take you like an hour to an hour and a half. It doesn't take very long, um, but it is so key and it's just like the best way to set up your your Sundays. So again, um, I'll typically do a mini version of this if I have plans on Sundays, Um, but just allow yourself to be human, have grace with yourself and be very flexible and don't stress out on a Sunday. That's like the biggest key. 
Don't stress out on Sunday. Enjoy your Sundays and set yourself up for success for an amazing Monday and an amazing week. And guys, that's pretty much all that I have for you for my Sunday reset tips. This is exactly how I prepare for the week. Um, by the time I'm done recording this episode, it is 4.55 p.m. on a Sunday. So, and the sun is literally already set. It is pitch black outside. So sad. Um, so now what I'm going to do is start my Sunday reset. I'm absolutely going to um, start cleaning my apartment a little bit. I'm going to prep my week and I'm going to order groceries in about 30 minutes. And I'm just so excited to start my Sunday reset. And you guys can totally do this on a Monday night. You can do this honestly anytime. Whenever you need a reset, this is here for you whenever you need. So guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I know it's a little bit shorter, but you know, it's right to the point and it's uh, tangible tips you guys can take away right from this episode. So guys, thank you so much. Have an amazing holiday. I'll talk to you guys next week. And yeah, stay safe, have a lot of fun and happy holidays. Bye guys. Bye.